It's official. One Shining Podcast is back, and I am your host, Tate Frazier. And as March Madness begins, we're covering everything from Selection Sunday all the way to the championship and beyond. We're going to have great guests that are coming through on the show. And look, if you're a friend of the program and you're already subscribed, you don't have to do anything. OSP is back. It's going to be right back in your feed. And if you're not a friend of the program and this is your first time on the rodeo, then let me tell you this. You need to go to Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts and smash subscribe today because the OSP show is back. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help. Dot com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Let's roll, baby. It is our second Twitter Spaces on a late Tuesday evening into an early Wednesday. Welcome in to New York, New York. A big day. We'll get to Daniel Jones, who's not going anywhere. Saquon Barkley with a franchise tag and what's next for the New York Jets. Real quick, though, we're just coming off the Nick game. The nine-game winning streak comes to a close. It's tough to kill the Knicks tonight. I know they had a 16-point halftime lead. I know it looked like they were going to run the Charlotte Hornets completely out of the building. They were completely out of gas. Can we acknowledge that? They were completely out of gas. They did not get a great game from Quickly. They did not get a great game from Julius Randle. And Charlotte played with some spunk. Charlotte, to their credit, was ready to go. They hit every shot in the third quarter. Rozier and Hayward made the plays in the fourth quarter. And the Knicks end up losing this game. This was a classic trap game. And House is giving me shit for it immediately because, you know, he told me, JJ, you could have warned me on the Knicks. I thought they win the game. When you know you got a West Coast trip coming up and you just played a double overtime game and you had to win over Miami and you had to win at Boston and you had the week that the Knicks had, this was in some ways bound to happen. And no Jalen Brunson, might I add. 
Got to get him back. Got to wash it away quick. And I have no doubt that the Knicks will do so as they get ready for Sacramento late night. And it will be a late night Thursday show after they play the Aaron Fox and Sabonis and the Sacramento Kings. So, rough one for the Knicks. But I might be going a little easy on them in my older age. After winning nine straight, I'll give them a little bit of a pass. Now, let's get to the matter at hand. Let's get to business regarding the New York Giants and their big day today. The Giants had a big day today. They had the franchise tag looming. The deadline was Tuesday. And for really everybody involved, the Giants, the quarterback, you name it, the Giants really needed to get Daniel Jones signed before they gave him a franchise tag. Like, you think about it from both parties' perspectives. It made a heck of a lot of sense for the Giants to go and get this deal done. Why? Because they didn't want to give the quarterback the franchise tag, and then they're in a position where, hey, guess what? You can't really go and do what you want to do this offseason as far as getting guys, as far as, you know, upgrading a roster. That needs a whole lot of work, despite the fact that they made the playoffs and won a playoff game last year. Like, let's be real. The franchise tag for the Giants would have been a disaster. It would not have been a good thing. It would not have been something you should have felt good about. From Jones' perspective, you didn't want the franchise tag. Because if you go and you don't play as well next year, well, guess what? You only have a one-year guarantee. You don't have that financial security. And you're not in a spot. And you're not in a position where you feel good about your long-term state of affairs, even if you get $30-something million. So, on the surface, you see $160 million, and it's like, holy shit. That is a whole lot of money for Daniel Jones. That may be true. But you think about it from a Giants perspective, and why I absolutely have no issue with this contract, and I mean no issue with this contract, there are very easy outs for the Giants. The Giants can pretty easily get out of this contract in two years. Daniel Jones does not progress the way they want him to progress. They can easily get out of that contract. If he progresses the way you want him to progress, it's going to end up looking like fair market value for a starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, look at what quarterbacks around the league are making. Just, just like, take a peek. Go through it. Figure it out. You'll see. It's market value. Now, there are some incentives involved, but listen, the bottom line is the Giants got a long-term deal done with this quarterback. He earned it. Now we'll see if he can flourish with this coach, if they can upgrade around him, and we'll see if Daniel Jones, as a quarterback, can go and take the next step. That, to me, is what's the pressing issue surrounding the Giants. Moving forward with the quarterback, who a year ago was really, really impressive. Now, they tag Saquon Barkley. That, to me, is an absolute no-brainer. I think anybody who knows me knows my feelings when it comes to running backs. They are replaceable. I don't want long-term commitments. And having Saquon on a one-year, pen-and-change tender, a little under 
a little over $10 million, it's, it's totally fine in my book. Now you know, hey, guess what? The Giants will have Saquon Barkley, and they will have Daniel Jones a part of the fold. And both of these guys will be a part of the Giants for the 2023 season. And let's see how the Giants can get better. That's something they have to figure out as they get ready for the draft, as they get ready for free agency. They're not going to be able to go, let's be real, and upgrade a whole lot of areas when it comes to wide receiver in the free agent market. There aren't a whole lot of good wide receivers. So the draft, to me, is where the Giants got to go and, and take care of business as far as that is concerned. And listen, I like where they're at as a franchise. Their GM gets it. Their head coach did a very impressive job. Quarterback earned this contract. Saquon Barkley back. How do you build upon next year? That, to me, is the question. So the worst kept secret in the world is basically done. Daniel Jones back as quarterback in the New York Giants, and Saquon Barkley goes under the franchise tag. Now the drama for the New York football offseason moves from Big Blue to gangrene and what's next to quarterback. And we have not had a conversation since Sunday night. So the Derek Carr news comes out, and I know a lot of Jeff fans were very upset about it. Listen, I talked to Beningo late in the afternoon. He was not happy about it. Derek Carr signing with the New Orleans Saints. Folks, it changes absolutely nothing for me. It, it changes nothing. Aaron Rodgers is the guy the Jets need to go and get. I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Now, does Aaron Rodgers want to be here? Is Aaron Rodgers wasting the Jet ownership and, and their, their brass and whoever the hell they flew out to California? Is he wasting their time? He might be. You can't, you know, uh, rule that out. You can't put that past Aaron Rodgers. But he's the perfect quarterback for the Jets to get. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got the Hall of Fame resume. The Jets don't want to be in the market where they're drafting another quarterback. They're not going in that direction. And if they don't end up with Aaron Rodgers, see, this is what a lot of people were missing. And this is what a lot of people, to me, were failing to realize. I don't think there's that much of a difference between Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't see much of a difference. The only difference is durability. That's it. Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, you splitting hairs. You could build a playoff team when either one of those guys is your quarterback easily. You could easily sell me on that. But if you want to realistically envision the New York Jets as Super Bowl contenders, legitimate, Super Bowl contenders going into the year? Well, then to me, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's pretty simple. Go get Aaron Rodgers. The Jets have kind of set up this offseason where it's Aaron Rodgers or bust. I wholeheartedly believe that. It really gives off a vibe of Aaron Rodgers or bust. And I, I think we're going to have an answer sooner rather than later. I would say by the time we hit the NCAA tournament and around March 16th, March 17th, I think you'll definitely know what Aaron Rodgers' plans are going to be. Um, but if he shuts down the Jets, it's going to feel like a major kick in the nuts. Because I think if you talk to most Jet fans, let's be real about this. Most Jet fans are of the mindset that Aaron Rodgers is now coming. I know every Jet fan in my life, for the most part, that I talk to, they think Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. How that works out, 
Who the hell knows? But that's the only option to me at this point. Anything else you do is a downgrade. It's a downgrade. So you got to roll the dice that the Mercurial and the march to the beat of his own drum kind of guy is going to be a smash hit in New York. That's the next plot twist in this NFL offseason. Today was not a surprise. Daniel Jones coming back to the Giants should not surprise anyone. And I'm not surprised that he got this contract. The owner wanted him here. They were going to reward what he did last year. And there's outs. That's the biggest thing for the Giants. There's outs within this contract. All right, let's let it off. We got some calls. Morris gets this going. He joins us. Hi, Morris. How we doing, pal? JJ, what's going on? How's everything? Uh, Morris, I'm doing fine. Welcome in. What's happening, dude? I got to be honest. It's going to take some uh, getting used to getting uh, used to Twitter spaces. I'm not going to lie. Uh, listen, it is an adjustment. That's what we do, man. We make adjustments, though, Morris. That's the... That's the MO of my career and our life. I understand that, my man. I understand that. But you're here. Let's rock. I'm shocked. They, I'm not shocked that they signed him for $40 million a year, but it's awful. It's absolutely awful that they're signing him for $40 million a year. He's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Guy who got them to the playoffs. Guy who's envisioning he's in the future of the Giants. Don't get me wrong. $40 million a year, JJ. I'm, I'll be happy. I'd be happy with 20 25 maybe. Forty million a year, maybe in three years, like you said from before, that he's going to be the guy. Like it's the money's going to be worth it in three years from now, whatever it is. But am I that crazy to think that forty million years too overspending? Um, what do you want the Giants to do, Morris? In, in all seriousness, and I understand that number seems absurd. What What is the alternative for the Giants? The truth is, you're right. The truth is, there's no. Well, that's what I'm saying, Morris. There's no. There's no alternative. Right? Like, Daniel Jones is your quarterback. Daniel Jones proved it this year. It's his time. And you look back on it, right? If you could do it again, you would have given him the fifth-year option. The problem is, the Giants last year at this time, Morris, at this time last year, did you think we'd be talking about Daniel Jones getting an extension with the Giants? Be honest with me. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No shot. He earned it. Therefore, he bet on himself. He won, and he won big, and that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. And, Morris, here's the good news for you. I know you're down about this dollar amount, and you're like, oh, it's crazy money. And it is. Listen, it is crazy money for Daniel Jones. But here's the good news for you, and I appreciate the call. The good news for you is that the Giants, in a year from now, more so two years from now, have the opportunity to get themselves out of this contract. They do. They're not in a predicament where four years from now, they're in cap hell and there's nothing they can do with Daniel Jones' salary. They set this up in a pretty favorable way, all things considered. Listen, today was a win-win for the Giants and for Daniel Jones. Like I said, Jones didn't want that tag. That tag would have been bad news for him because then he'd be betting on himself again. That was the Kirk Cousins conundrum. Remember, Kirk Cousins was just bet on himself, bet on himself. Then it got to a point where Washington, the Redskins at the time, were basically like, you know what? We can't keep doing this. Can't keep doing this. Jones did not want the tag after the season he had. He got the extension. And let's see if he is the guy, not just for next year and the year after that, 
Let's see if he's the guy for the Giants now for the next decade. Let's head to our boy, Motis, who is up next. What's happening, Motis? How we doing, baby? This is, it's $40 million, but it's really a three-year contract, right? Based off the base salary of like 19, the first, I think I said it was 19 the first season. And for Daniel Jones, the best thing for him was that Saquon Barkley was also a free agent. Because I really feel like if Saquon wasn't a free agent, that they probably would have tagged Daniel Jones. They ha- they were kind of in a predicament there that you can't really pay the running back. For me as a Giants fan, I would 100% bet on Daniel Jones over Saquon, just of positional value. And, you know, there's a good chance that Saquon starts deteriorating in the next couple of years. So I think the Giants had to do it. And if Saquon, again, wasn't a free agent, I don't think it would be a question that they would probably have tagged them. Oh, 100%. Listen, Motis, if the Giants could do it again, they would have picked up that fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. And they would have maybe gave this decision another year before they started talking about the long-term contract. That went out the window when they didn't pick up the option. And Jones has the season that he has. And you bring up a good point with Barkley. You're a lot more comfortable with Barkley on that tag. Now, here's the question. And we don't know the answer to this yet because we haven't heard Saquon react. How does Saquon feel about getting the tag? Now, that does not necessarily preclude the Giants from going get the deal done with Saquon. But I think from a team perspective, let's be honest about this. Matisse, if you're the Giants and you know the history of the running back position and you know the nature of how fickle it is and the injuries that Saquon Barkley's had throughout his career, you got no problem giving that one-year tag, man. I got no issue with the Giants giving them that tag. You don't want an Ezekiel Elliott situation. No, absolutely. JJ, on top of that, it's not like they didn't try. They were giving him $12, 13000000 million a year, and as a running back that's had injury history, that's more than enough. Of, of course, we don't know the numbers of the guarantees, and I'm sure that has something to do with it. But, you know, Saquon has been paid as a high just based on draft position alone because he was the second pick. He's already been paid like a top uh, you know, earner in his position already because he was the second overall pick. So um, for me, I, I mean, I'm not sure what Saquon would even get out there even if he's a free agent. I feel like he needs to understand that, and I feel like he does understand that. So, I mean, the Giants did what they could, they could um, in my opinion, especially with the reports. And they try to give him 12, 13 a year for two, three, four years. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not, as a Giants fan, I'm perfectly okay with Saquon being on the franchise tag. Matisse, they had a good day today. Bottom line, appreciate the call, man. They had a good day today. They bring the quarterback back. You know Barkley's going to be in the fold, and you basically control his rights for another year. How do you get better? That's the question now for the Giants. How do you get better? Free agency's not going to present a whole lot of opportunities from a playmaker standpoint. You know, I was thinking about this today, and I follow this guy on Instagram. And he's a former Miami Dolphin, but he's got ties to the Jersey area. He went to Penn State. I wonder if the Giants would be in on a guy like Kosicki. Because there aren't a whole lot of ways they can get better from a playmaker standpoint at wide receiver. Like the wide receivers, you look at the guys, it's like Alan Lazard, it's Mac Collins. And I'm not trying to disparage any of these guys, but. They're not names that move the needle. You know what I mean? They're just not. They're not like, wow, that's a that's a real difference maker at wideout. Kosicki's interesting. Now, he ain't going to block. 
So you got to know coming in, hey, like he's a compliment to Daniel Bellinger. Like Daniel Bellinger is going to be your blocking tight end. And Gesicki can maybe be a guy that can go and get it and help DJ out in the red zone. I think he'd be very intrigued by the idea of coming to the Giants. I think he'd love that. Do the Giants like him as a player? That's the question. Uh, let's head to Peter, who's up next. He joins us. Hi, Peter. How we doing, bud? Hey, what's up, JJ? I miss you on the uh, WFAN, but you're great. Um, well, I appreciate that, Peter. We're doing all right here, man. I'm staring out at the beautiful New York City skyline. I want to do TV in a half hour, and I'm talking to you. So I appreciate that support. What's up, dude? Just wanted to say, uh, I just wanted to say one thing about this. The Giants need to get T. Higgins. If they don't get Higgins or a wideout, then I don't know what <laughs> what's going to happen with this. It's great signing Jones and franchising. Um, Sorry, my daughter's in the background. Um, no, I was going to say, what's your daughter's name, Peter? Mira. Hello there. How are you? I hope she's enjoying the show. You say hello? Hello. Hi there. There we go. See, that's what we do around here, Peter. We have a little bit of fun. Um, Here's my problem with your take. T. Higgins makes perfect sense for the Giants, dude. I would love it. It would be fantastic. He'd be the number one guy. He'd be a rock star. Cincinnati has basically made it clear. And I appreciate the call, and I appreciate the support, Peter. I really don't. They're not moving T. Higgins. And you know what? Nor should Cincinnati. Cincinnati's got a good thing going. Cincinnati probably thinks they can go to the Super Bowl next year. They're not messing with that. How about that? We got daddy-daughter time listening to Twitter Spaces, podcast, New York, New York. How great is that? Let's head to the great Kenny in Staten Island, New York. Hello, Kenny. How are you? JJ, pretty good, JJ, as always, man. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Uh, listen, my Jets, they're getting Rodgers, all right? I got my sources. Wow, you are now you are now all aboard the Rodgers train. And I agree with you, by the way. I mean, at this point... Since day one, I've been on the Rodgers train. That's all I wanted. Well, Kenny, let's be, let's be, let's be real about this. If Aaron Rodgers is playing football next year, and, and you have to figure he is 100% playing football next year. He's got too much money coming his way. It's almost impossible to walk away from. I know he's a weird dude. I know he's a different dude. But money is money. We all understand that. If he's not going back to the Packers, I mean, from a football standpoint, the Jets present the roster that makes the most sense. He might like the lifestyle in Vegas a little bit more, might be a little bit more laid back, and he's got his buddy Devontae Adams. But the Jets give him a better chance to win. I don't think there's any question. A hundred percent. You know, and, and, you know, I know the Jets defense got some holes. You know, they had some lapses. But you got to remember, they were on the field most of the time last year. So if, you know, Rodgers is coming. I, I got my sources. It's just a matter of working out the deal now. Uh, I actually was in touch with someone that was in the room. And basically, the deal is basically Rogers wants to be a Jet. It's just a matter now working out. I think it's going to take uh, this year's number one and possibly future ones conditional, conditional picks. And basically, they're going to get the deal done. It'll probably be announced. Well, Kenny, listen, I would not let that, I would not let that get in the way. Let me make that clear. If it means a first-round pick this year and even a future next year, if it means you're getting Aaron Rodgers, you got to do it. Because, you know, you get to a point. Well, that's what I'm saying, Kenny. They've had a zillion picks the last couple of years. They had two in the first round last year. Bottom line is you need a quarterback. That's what you need. And the good thing is they hit on those number one picks last year, which is good. So now they could they fill those holes. Usually the Jets' number one picks, the last, you know, they use in, in the quarter for quarterbacks has not worked out. So I don't want to, I don't want, I'm sick of holding on to lottery tickets. I'd rather have the lottery ticket that I know is a winner. I'd rather have. 
Because these number one draft picks over the last 40, 50 years with the Jets just don't pan out. There's only been a few. No, they haven't panned out. And Kenny, listen, you're now at a point where the GM and the head coach know they have to win next year. It's as simple as that. Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to do so. Aaron Rodgers gives you the best chance to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And Kenny, that's why when the core news came down early in the week, I wasn't one of these guys that was all up in arms because, listen, core could have taken you to the playoffs. He could have been a decent quarterback here. Do I think ultimately in my heart of hearts, Derek Carr was taking you to the promised land? No, I don't. 100% not. I, I, I really, really don't. don't. And letting him walk out of the building without a contract basically said that they knew they were going to get Rodgers. Because if they did... Well, that Rodgers was their number one choice. And Kenny, let's be real about this. He should have been their number one choice. Like, uh, there's no comparison between... The only difference between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers is the age. But I don't care about how long I'm going to have this quarterback. I want to win now. I got a team that's ascending. I want to win now. That's my thought process if I'm the Jets. Now. Woody's frustrated because he knows that he's losing the fan base. And, I, and I, JJ, we've had this conversation off the, you know, off the air where basically I've told you I'm not renewing my season tickets. And you're talking about a guy, mate, 40 year season ticket holder until they get a quarterback. Because going to these games, it's, it's a brutal watch. Last year was a brutal watch quarterback play. It was disgusting. It's some of the worst quarterback play by Zach Wilson I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. It was brutal. You're not wrong about that. In an era, Kenny, in which it's easier than ever to throw the football. Like, it has never been easier to be an NFL quarterback. And that's not trying to disparage this crop of players. I'm not trying to minimize what some of the great ones can do because we have some great quarterbacks in the NFL right now. But if you're going to sit there and tell me it's e- when was it easier to play quarterback now or 20 years ago? If you're going to sit there and tell me it was easier to play quarterback uh, 20 years ago, you're not paying attention as wide receivers are getting mugged, as quarterbacks are getting absolutely smoked. You know, like it was a different world. The sport was completely different. You know, Kenny, I watched, what was it? The Ravens 30 for 30. I watched it last week. I didn't have a chance to see it. It was on my DVR. I watched it before going to bed. Dude, you watch the way the Ravens and the Titans have hit one another. Kenny, it feels like a different sport, bro. And that's early two. That think about that, Kenny. That's early two thousands. Not that long ago. Those teams there, they could have called. They right now, those those hits are illegal in the sport. These guys, the headhunt, oh, many of them. You know, and, and many of them, Kenny. I have one wish, though. I have one wish, my friend. They better not sign them on Friday because I'm off on Friday. I need. I, I'm doing a gambling pod in the morning. Let it be any other day. Kenny, let it be Thursday. Let it be Saturday. Let it be Sunday. I don't care when it is, just not Friday. Because it And watch, you mark my words, it's going to come down Friday at like 6 o'clock. As I'm like ready to sit down and have a cocktail, get ready. That's happening, bro. That's happening. Kenny. JJ, always the best. Love you, buddy. And I Keep up the good work. And listen, you know this, Kenny. We'll be talking to you if the Jets go and get your boy Rogers. I'll give, I'll give you all the credit. Kenny is a uh, tied in season ticket holder. He's not, he's one of the guys that's got like insider information. Don't ask how. When there's a will, there's a way, you know? When there's a will, there's a way. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. 
So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's head to this guy, the the Empire State man. What's happening, Empire State man? How we doing? Hey, JJ, it's Corey here. Listen, I'm I'm with Kenny right. There. Hey, what's happening, dude? Welcome. How are you? I'm right there with Kenny. I feel like Aaron Rodgers comes to New York Jets, but I'm trying to be a little pessimistic here, knowing the Jets here. All right, we lost uh, Derek Carr as our Plan B option. Uh, you never know. I I think Aaron Rodgers still might retire, might not come to the Jets. Uh, so trying to look at plan C. Garoppolo right now is probably my plan C. But you had that Lamar news today as well, uh, getting the unrestricted tag, a uh, couple first-round picks. Uh, what would be your personal move for the Jets if Rodgers decides to retire? Do you go the Garoppolo route, just give up money? Do you take the gamble on a Lamar Jackson with the picks? Just want to see your thoughts with that. I'd have no issue with Lamar Jackson. I just don't see how the Baltimore Ravens would agree to a deal with the team within the conference. That, that to me, is the holdup there right then and there. Um, I, I think, ultimately, Lamar Jackson ends up in Baltimore, and he's going to be very disgruntled. Listen, the Ravens right now are calling Lamar Jackson's bluff. In the tag that they gave him, they're basically saying, okay, go and see if someone is going and willing to give you beyond $250 million or whatever the absurd amount of money and years he is looking for. And listen, from Lamar's standpoint, he's saying, hold on a second now. Deshaun Watson, who was suspended a year and a half, just got this contract. After he spent all the time in the massage parlors, he's getting this contract. I am entitled to this and then some. You can understand that case. At the same time, though, let's be real about this. You also can understand the Baltimore Ravens playing hardball with Jackson. What has happened the last two years in Baltimore? Lamar Jackson has not finished the season. Bottom line, 2021, got hurt. They're playing Hunley, basically down the stretch the entire year. They go from like 8-3 and three to out of the playoffs. This year, Ravens winning the division. Riding high. Jackson gets hurt again. He's a tremendous talent. That's what Tua and, and Lamar Jackson have in common. I like both of them as quarterbacks. When they play, they win. Numbers back that up for both guys. When they play, they win. Problem is, both guys don't play enough. 
That's why you see Miami. They got some hesitation on that fifth-year option. I do wonder if they look at the Giants and say, you know what? Let's pick up that option. Because if he plays great this year, we don't want to be in a position where we got to go and give him $160 million. That will happen. That's the way it works for NFL quarterbacks. And with Jackson, the Ravens are like, all right, Lamar, we like you. We want you back, but this is what we're going to pay you. Now, I see people talking about collusion and this and that. That's, that's a little extreme. I mean, can we be real about that? It's a little extreme. Like the Miami Dolphins, why the Miami? The Miami Dolphins have no picks to give up. You, you think the Ravens, after watching the Dolphins come from behind down 21 points, are looking to trade their quarterback to where he actually would want to go because he's a Florida guy? Like, come on, man. Like, like, like some people don't think when they, when they tweet this shit out. It, it is amazing to me, to be honest. It's actually amazing. Some of the nonsense that you see. But anyway, I digress. For the Jets, it's Rodgers. And if it's not Rodgers, I want Garoppolo. That, that would be my uh, order of preference. But I really think it's Rodgers and bust. It, it really is. Let's be real. You want to be a Super Bowl contender next year? Go get Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I want to bring this up for tomorrow because you got a ton of conference tournament games. And the next couple of days are just fantastic. You literally have games. Oh, my God. Gonzaga is down 30. Gonzaga is up 30 points to St. Mary's. Remind me next week to make sure I have St. Mary's out of the first weekend in like every single one of my conference tournament or every one of my NCAA tournament brackets, survivor, all that stuff. They stink. They're the most fraudulent computer team. Again, because they're not athletic enough. They face an athletic team. They have no chance. I don't care what their computer numbers are. St. Mary's stinks. They stink. They are not going to the second weekend. But as far as what I like tomorrow, Wake Syracuse, high noon. Kind of like the orange plus the two. If we're being honest, I kind of like the orange plus the two. I love Pittsburgh tomorrow laying seven against Georgia Tech. I love Pittsburgh tomorrow. Pittsburgh needs that game. Pittsburgh looking for momentum in the ACC tournament. Let's not get nuts that they lost to Notre Dame in Bray's last home game. And then they lose nail by to Miami. That, that'll be a margin victory, I think, for Pitt tomorrow. And then I'm looking at the other games I like. I think the Ohio State-Wisconsin line tells you all you need to know. Ohio State is 13 and 18 on the year. 13 and 18 on the year. And they're favored against Wisconsin. Uh, I will be on the Buckeyes tomorrow. That's for you, Larry, in Florida. Let's take two more. Uh, the great Johnny York, big giant guy, my golf buddy. He's up next. Johnny, the floor is yours. How are you, my friend? JJ, how are we doing? Uh, Johnny, welcome in. How are you enjoying uh, your first Twitter space experience? I'm enjoying it. How how's, how's it feel to be hosting it? Better than Spotify Green? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. It's, it's you know, it's like riding a bicycle for me, bro. I mean, it's it's talking to you. It's shooting the shit, having some fun, you know, getting ready to do television in 20 minutes, putting this up as a podcast, man. It's all It's all good. It's all good. Try and give your unbiased opinion. What do you think about the number that we gave him? It's a high number. I mean, but Johnny, that's what I expected it to be. I mean, listen, the guy bet on himself. He won big. In hindsight, the Giants probably wish, you know, they exercised that fifth-year option. They didn't. Okay, that's the way it is. You had to reward Daniel Jones. Here's the silver lining for you. If he's not the guy after two years, you can easily get yourself out of this contract. And do you have a problem, honestly, with Daniel Jones as your quarterback for the next two years? How could you? No, I, I mean, I don't have a problem. But, I mean, 
it's a big if that he's got to start playing a little better against Philly and Dallas. I mean, that playoff game, if you're making 40 mil a year, I mean, you got to at least make it a game. I know the rest of the team played like absolute dog shit, but when you're making that money, you're, you're counting on him to rise above and, and uplift everyone else. So he's going to put a lot of pressure on himself this year and, and the following year with, with what he's making. So hopefully he can take that next step. You're going to laugh at the receiver. I totally agree. But you know what, though, Johnny? Go and upgrade this wide receiver core. Go and get one of these wide receivers in the first round. I like If Quentin Johnson from TCU is on the board, and I don't know if he's going to be on the board because he might go higher than where the Giants pick. Some mocks, I see him in the second round. So who the hell knows with some of these mocks? It's way too early in the process. If that guy is available, he's a stud. I watched him all year. He cost me some money when I bet against TCU. He made me a lot of money when I housed him against Michigan in the semifinal game on New Year's Eve. He is, well, I don't know about that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if he's a given to be there, John. I don't know if he's a given to be there, but that's the guy I would go get without hesitation if I'm the Giants. And I like Gesicki as a 50-year team. Know this with Gesicki, though. He ain't going to block me or you. He does not block at all as a tight end. Oh, but he's, but I think you'll get him on a discounted rate. Who is paying Mike Gesicki a lot of money after the year he had in Miami? I think he'd be a good fit for the Giants. You put him in the slot, you put him with a wide receiver you go and draft and add to this group that you have, I, I like Gesicki for the Giants. Let's start that. I'm starting that campaign tonight. Gisicki, starting to bring Giants, back Ricky like and Slayton crew. I, I know it sounds, I sound nuts, but I... Oh, God, with Slayton. Oh, God. Richie James, I don't hate, by the way. Slayton, oh, no, 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 no. We can bring him back at a reasonable price. I know he has big drops, but, I mean, he's got a little bit of chemistry with Daniel. You can't deny that. They play well together. Listen, he made some big plays. He also had some monster drops. Like, uh, Johnny, I'm thinking I'm thinking about that, that Minnesota game. He's dropping a pass. He's wide open at the game. But he, but he has some big plays other than that. Um, before, before I get booted here, uh, I have absolutely no feel for the tournament this weekend. I want to know if you had any. Me neither. Me neither. You know, I was talking about it with House and, and a couple of guys on East Coast Bias earlier today. I thought about Morikawa. He's been way too up and down. Y- you figure she- Scheffler's a nice price, but you're not getting any value. 10 to 1 is no value on Scheffler. Live guy's gone. Like the, the Rory's, the Rams, the Scheffler's, like it's just, there's just no worth in betting them because they're so freaking expensive. Yeah, you're not going to get good bang for your buck. Here's one that's crazy. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's going to play well. Ricky's playing really well right now. No. I told you about Ricky a couple weeks ago. You laughed at me. Yeah, but now I've bought in. He's played well in this tournament in the past. I, I don't know if you want to play him, John, at 50 to 1, but I think with Ricky Fowler, if you can go in, he's worth the top five or a top 10. I, I got no problem with that if you want to throw some shekels on, on Ricky Fowler. I like it. I mean, Tom Kim, everyone loves him at 35. And then Speed, you always, I mean, I'm happy. No, I'm out on him. You know, you know how I feel about him. You know, Johnny, John, John, John. You know how I feel about Speed. No, no, no. You did the same thing that Rory should have won that last week if he makes a 10 footer when he has to. He didn't make that. No, but that's, that's Rory in a nutshell. John, good call as always. That's Rory in a nutshell. He doesn't make, doesn't make the big putt. He's good enough to lose. Rory's good enough to lose all these tournaments. The boy's great. He's seven, eight under. He'll roar back on Sunday when he's six shots off the lead, but he won't win. Let's take two more. The great Joe. 
who I know is all worried about his buddy Lamar Jackson. Uh, Joe, the floor is yours. How are you, pal? What's going on, Jay? How's it going? Joe, uh, are you all worked up about your buddy Jackson? Can you tell the Jet fan there's no chance he's coming to the Jets? I, I think this tag's the best thing for, for both of them. I, I think they fully intend on matching anything anyone offers. But they're out there saying, like, we don't think that $250 million, $240 million is out there. If it is, prove it to us. And we'll- hey, go get it. You know what they're saying, Joe? They're saying, go get it. They're saying, look, as talented as you are, the last two years when the team needed you the most, you were unavailable for whatever the reason. Two years ago, he got hurt. The team choked. They missed the playoffs. Last year, he gets hurt. Whether he could have played or not is, you know, open to interpretation. He doesn't play. If he would have played, Joe, I think we'll both agree on this. You're beating the Cincinnati Bengals in that game. So that I think that's the that's kind of hanging over this with Jackson. Is he worth more than than Watson? Yeah. But, I feel like everyone like after the Browns did it, everyone like it was reported that no one was like even remotely close to that guaranteed money. So it's not surprising that the Ravens don't think someone's going to give Jackson that money. You know, it, it, nobody, everyone was stunned by that last year. So the fact that they they think listen, I was stunned. I was stunned by it. I was stunned by it with the Watson contract. And, and it, and it's not going to age well. You know it and I know it. It will not age well. The team that would do that is the Browns. So, uh, because they were so desperate for a quarterback after Mayfield. Look, here's one thing you know about your franchise. You have one of the best franchises in the NFL. And listen, I rooted against the Ravens. You know this, Joe, for years. I hated the 2000 team. I hated them. I mean, they were, they were great. They were bullies. They were badasses. But from Ozzie Newsom to now your new GM, they know how to run an organization. Your head coach is one of the best coaches in the NFL. Ultimately, I think Lamar Jackson will end up being your quarterback. Unless something gets real nasty this year, I mean real nasty this year, to the point where both parties just can't stand one another, you got to figure at some point Jackson's going to get his deal. Yeah, I figured that if they gave him the exclusive, they were going to trade him. The non-exclusive makes me believe that whatever he gets, they'll match. That's what I, that's what I think. I think, Joe, that is fair, reasonable, unbiased thoughts. Joe, big Baltimore Ravens guy. It's weird right now with the Ravens and Jackson, but they'll get it done. All right, I'm going to take two more, two more, and then uh, we uh, we got to go do television. Real quick, Joe, let's go, Joe. How we doing, baby? just wanted to bring up a quick uh, Yankee point, if I can. I've been watching Volpe. Yeah, let's do it. And I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing. I know it's just spring training, but... His demeanor, the way he plays the field, especially with the first team last night, he really needs to break camp with this team. I mean, it's about time they give the kids a shot. We've been hearing about the kids for years. Give the kid a shot already. We can't look at IKF and Hicks. Put put uh, Waldo in left, and let's see Volpe and Peraza. Let's see what they got. I'm in full-fledged agreement, Joe. Excellent, excellent point. I totally agree. Now, let me make a little tweak in your take. Because I agree with everything you just said. But here's my tweak, and I appreciate the call. If it's Peraza or Volpe, I don't care. Because to your point, it's one of the kids. They're two top prospects. One of them needs to be the opening day shortstop. And everything you said about Volpe is true. He's looked great. Not good. Great this spring. I can't wait to see him. And I think he will be a factor without a doubt this year. Final one. The great Jeff Money. Money. The floor is yours. Hello, sir. So I was in the lab. I know you sort of said your summer selections for uh, tomorrow. I came up with two myself. I came up with uh, Colorado State. They're minus two over Fresno State. 
Now, usually when they win, they cover, but of course, being only two points, of course, if they win, they're probably going to cover since it's only two points. The other game, I came up with the Johnnies, minus five and a half over Butler. They're also, usually when they're home, and they are home, even though it's a neutral site considered, but it's at Madison Square Garden, they usually outplay Butler. So I think they're going to cover the five and a half over them. And you would think they got a little bit, Jeff, money of a home court advantage with that game being at home. Uh, listen, St. John's has been a massive disappointment. Some people were thinking they were an NCAA tournament team this year. They have underwhelmed in a big way. Uh, I have to be honest, I don't love the card tomorrow. It is a very, very tricky card. You have a lot of low po- lot of low point spreads. Uh, here's another one I like, Jeff Money. The Virginia Tech line against NC State is way too low. Virginia Tech, I know it was ugly tonight against Notre Dame, and I had Notre Dame plus the points. I think Virginia Tech, remember, they won that tournament last year. A lot of experience. I think they beat NC State. I did not like what I saw at NC State down the stretch. So I'm on Virginia Tech tomorrow. I like Oklahoma against this, uh, the Cowboys. That is a one-and-a-half-point spread. That's a coin flip game. Boomer Sooner is one I have my eye on. Big East, I really don't have a feel. And Ohio State is my best bet of the day. That line tells you all you need to know. Ohio State. So I'm gonna relook over in the I'm gonna relook over the games of the course tomorrow in the morning. I just want to give you at least a couple of them since you were doing the uh, Twitter spaces. But uh I'll definitely look into your games also. I'll check with the you know on the stat wise on that. And uh yeah, like I said, the card looked kind of difficult looking at it so far. But you know, we're just we're just starting the March Madness. This is basically uh, just starting out, you know. So it's and it's a lot of it. Listen, Jeff Money, you know the deal. It is going to be a very intense couple of weeks. These next few days are great. I love the conference tournaments. We'll have picks on Ring of Gambling basically every night before the games are played. I'm going to be doing solo pods, pumping them out like crazy. We'll have any update on what goes on with Aaron Rodgers. We will have a New York, New York on Thursday. And I'm glad we did this. I got to go through television. Great job by the esteemed Stefan Anderson. I am out. Uh, check out our next New York, New York on Thursday. And I got to go do television. Get you out. Be good, everybody.